you're not making the progress that you want. You live in this, I've said it before, this week or month or year of Groundhog Day. Maybe you've just recently looked at your financials for the last year, or maybe just a few months ago you sat down with your accountant, and you're like, where the fuck did all the profits go? I made more sales, potentially, and I don't have the profits to show it. I got actually less profits. It was this cycle of just so many things. You know, we got these three pillars of profit for contractors, literally pillars that hold up our contracting business and they actually hold us up and move us up. So think about the things you want to invest in. You know, we just had a call yesterday with the champion CEOs and it was focused in on working towards time mastery. And one of the things that came up was one of the clients who was struggling with not having enough time in the week. I said, well, what's some of the effects of that? Because, well, I'm not able to get my quotes out. What does that normally look like? He's like, well, normally I should be getting out at least three to five quotes a week out. And I go, okay, what's the current situation? Hey, Rockstars, Andrew Houston here with another No Bullshit podcast for you guys. For all those owners of contracting businesses that really want to become a champion CEO. So what are we talking about today? Well, it's going to be short and sweet really focused on something that I think tends to be a constant struggle. Uh, it's even a struggle for me, which is moving ourselves towards becoming a champion CEO. And what am I talking about? You know, with the way that the world is going, with all the things that we have on our plate, just being a contractor in itself, there's lots of challenges. There's lots of curveballs, you know, you know, back to not long ago was COVID. And then, you know, words and then the effects of prices going up, material shortages. Uh, it just goes on and on. You know, we're constantly dealing with labor shortages. And really, as an owner of a company, you get so sucked into all those challenges, the effects of those challenges. And it's, it's really tough to get unstuck. So today we're going to talk about getting unstuck. So when we talk about what does stuck look like, Tech's going to look a little bit differently for all of you, but there's going to be some common denominators. One of the common denominators is back to what I just said earlier. You're not making the progress that you want. You're, you live in this, I've said it before, this week or month or year of Groundhog Day. Uh, maybe you've just recently looked at your financials for the last year, or maybe just a few months ago you sat down with your accountant. And you're like, where the fuck did all the profits go? You know, I made more sales potentially, and I don't have the profits to show it. I got actually less profits. Anyways, this cycle of just so many things, you know, we got these three pillars of profit for contractors and these three pillars are sort of like the, the, the core, literally pillars that hold up our contracting business. And they actually hold us up and move us up, you know, to go from where we're currently at to moving ourselves towards becoming a champion CEO, which is really getting the things out of our business that we wanted, getting the freedom, getting the control, uh, getting the wealth to live the lifestyle that we want. And that's why we got in the business in the first place, right? So let's come back to getting unstuck. So I'm not going to wave a magic wand today. I, I never am out to wave a magic wand on these no bullshit podcasts because it literally is no, it, it's literally bullshit. But what I want to give you is today is just some quick, I guess I want to give you permission to pause. I don't care if that's in the truck, for the next 10 minutes or so and just pause if you're in the office listening to this or wherever you're at on the treadmill or what have you just to pause and think about some of these things that i i want you to focus in on and just the fact of pausing is one of the core things 
that we've got to do to move our business forward. A really good mentor of mine, Keith Cunningham, never met him in person, but he's got some really good content out there. You know, he's not focused specifically on contractors, but very focused on on the financial side of things. And he's owned lots of different businesses. And he says, one of the most important things, so this is one of the things that we want to look at is to, is thinking time. And right now I want the next, you know, remaining minutes here to be thinking time like a champion CEO. And I want to get you to get, you know, first of all, A, give you permission to think like a champion CEO. And I want to give you some insights of what are some of the ways that we can think like a champion CEO and the, and the positive effects of being able to do that. By the way, this doesn't take long. You're not going to have to really write anything down today. Super easy, short and sweet. These are things that, you know, back to thinking time, that's what we're going to focus in on today is the thinking time about what are the things we got to look at and consider as a champion CEO. So step number one is we want to take the time and it could be five minutes, 10 minutes. All right. And the, it's small little increments of having the right level of focus. That's going to give you massive, massive gains. I'm not joking. You know, it's small, little, tiny areas that if we take a step back, it can actually get us to see things the way that we need to see things to solve the problems we've got. Because too often, you know, we're sucked back and we're stuck in that hole of just too many things coming at us and we don't have the time or take the time to think like a champion CEO. So let's think right now this morning like a champion CEO. So one of the things I want you to think about, so this is one of the principles of thinking like a champion CEO is to have, have a clear of a vision as possible. In other words, Right now, just think about what is it that you want to get out of your business? What is it that you, you want to achieve as far as where is it that you're trying to go? So let's just look at this like we're, we're going on a trip. Some people have the ability uh, who have traveled a lot, who are avid you know, travelers, uh, experienced travelers, and they can think out years. They can go, hey, I'm gonna, I want to go to China in three years. You know, in two years, I want to go to Ireland. You know, in a year from now, I want to, you know, I want to go to Africa, whatever it is. And they can think far, much farther out than the average person that doesn't have that experience. So when I say have a clear vision, we want to have a clear vision specific to where you're at. So here's my question for you. Just, just again, thinking time. How far is it that you can see? And maybe, or you're able to see or consider seeing, is it a month out? Is it three months out? Is it six months out? Is it a year out? So just as you're driving or listening to this podcast, just consider if, if I was to you know, put you on the stand and say, hey man, you got like 30 seconds to answer this question, what would it be? And for some of you, it's going to be like, man, in, can, before the end of the year, I need to make sure that I've got, I'm not in this chaos state, that I'm actually feeling like I'm in better control which means I want to have, you know, I want to have more money in the bank. I want to have, you know, maybe it's $50,000 in cash in the bank. I want to have, you know, better control of my business. Now it's not the end all the be all, but maybe that's as far as you can see. So think about how far it is that you can see and how far you're willing to see. It's going to be different for everybody. But the point is, is that if we're going on a trip, it doesn't matter if I'm going to Tim Hortons or to the coffee shop down the road. If I can't even get clear of that short trip, I'm going to be lost all the time. And that goes hand in hand with identifying where you're currently at. So get a vision of where it is that you want to go and don't overcomplicate this. 
Maybe it's three months out. Maybe it's the end of the month. Uh, maybe it's a year from now. Go with what makes you comfortable, but stretches you a bit. All right. So that's, uh, that's all I want you to think about. It's just, hey man, here's what I want, to, you know, in this period of time that I want to achieve. And this is why I want to achieve it. Don't overcomplicate it. Now, with that being said, I want you to think about it in two forms. I want you to think about it, first of all, personally. Then I want you to think about the business. So I've added a little twist here. And the reason being is we got into business, not for business. We got in business to give us this lifestyle that we want, to give us the control we want, to give us the freedom that we want. So think about this from a, a personal perspective, and that can really help accelerate your ability to get clear on your vision of the personal side. That's going to help feed significantly what it is that you want out of the business is going to give you that personal vision. Okay. So give you a quick example. Maybe it's that right now you're in some form of chaos and you're on the tools all the time. And you're like, man, I got to get off the tools. You guys have heard this from me all the time. It's okay to be on the tools, but we got to always be working towards getting off the tools so we can work on higher value tasks. So let's say that is you. And to some degree, you want to get off the tools. All right. Again, this might be different for everybody. So, but on the personal side, if we started with, you know what? I want to be home. I'm, I'm never home for dinner. I want to be home at least two to three times a week. That's my, that's going to be my goal, you know, by the end of the month or in the next few months. Now, then we can say to ourselves, all right. So in order to do that, what are the things that are really sucking me back? such that I'm not able to be home for dinner. And now we can be more specific. Is it paperwork that you're doing? Is it getting quotes out? What are those things? And it's probably going to be more than one, but now we can get more articulate in what are the things that, you know, we've got to do and, and look at delegating or eliminating or systemizing or what are the things we've got to keep in order to address our ability to be able to be home. Okay, so don't overcomplicate it. It's going to be different for everybody. The first thing is use your thinking time, leverage your vision. Number two, we've got to look at, which goes hand in hand with our vision, we've got to look at investing in our business. When I talk about investing in our business, we want to look at what are the resources, what are the tools that we need. Now, one of the problems that happens if we're not taking this thinking time around what it is that we've got to invest in is we get jammed. Okay. Jammed means, you know, example, oh my God, that truck that we needed to replace. I, I've known it's needed to be replaced for ages. Now the engine is gone on it. And now I, I'm forced to go out and knee jerk react and just go buy a truck. The problem with that is we tend to make, you know, bad decisions. We tend to spend too much money. We tend to not think this through. And then we commit ourselves to something that in all honesty, you know, we, we, we need a vehicle, but we didn't look at it from an investing perspective. We didn't get proactive in thinking ahead, back to thinking time, of what are the things we've got to invest in. So think about the things you want to invest in. You know, we just had a call yesterday with the champion CEOs, and it was focused in on working towards time mastery. And one of the things that came up was one of the clients, he was struggling with not having enough time in the week. I said, well, what's some of the effects of that? He goes, well, I'm not able to get my quotes out. I go, okay, well, like, what does that normally look like? He's like, well, normally, I'm, uh, you know, I, I should be getting out at least three to five quotes a week out. 
And I go, okay, what's the current situation? He goes, I'm backlogged. I go, all right. How many of those do you typically win? And he's like, 70, 80% of them? I said, all right. And what's the future look like as far as, you know, work? And he was, he was saying that like he needs to get these quotes out so he can keep getting work and keep making money. And then I asked, again, a couple more questions, just back to thinking times. Do you guys think this through as well? And maybe this is, you know, really resonating with you. But, you know, when we're looking at this and we're thinking about, you know, this thinking time and we're thinking about the value of our time, when I asked him, what are some low skill, low value tasks that you're, you're doing? And we, we had this preloaded list and he's like, well, I'm actually dealing with a lot of paperwork and admin stuff. Uh, like filing, you know, um, you know, going through emails and things of that nature. And it turned out he actually has an admin. He never stopped to think about how much time he was putting in doing that. It was roughly four hours a week. So get ready for this really quickly. Then answer the question when I said, well, how much profit do you make per job? Because, well, there are, you know, the average job size, you know, is about ten to $15,000. And bottom line net profit that I make, not gross profit, but like net profits about a thousand dollars or more per job. That's an interesting. How long does it take you to get a quote out? It says about an hour. So if we took the four hours and applied that to the quoting, what would happen? And guys, honestly, he said, Oh my God, I would I would make a ton of profits and have work lined up. And it's like, okay, last little question. Last couple of questions. How much do you pay this admin person? And he Basically, was paying this admin person. I'm going to be straight up because it's a VA, uh, you know, from overseas. He's paying this person, you know, but even below minimum wage. But for them, you know, that's really good money, right? And I go, dude, you're worth more than minimum wage. So just by him pausing and thinking, he's now, as of this Monday, come up going to delegate those low skill, low low value tasks. He's going to get those quotes out and now going for minimum wage per hour of tasks, he's now actually worth, no joke, over $1,000 an hour, guys. Now, this is thinking like a champion CEO. So, like, what are the things that you can look at investing in? Okay, now, it's funny when I was talking about investing, I talked about buying a truck. Buying tools, buying resources definitely a form of, is definitely a form of investing. But investing in what you're doing is one of the greatest forms of investment. That's why when people come here at, at Profit Contractors, they're able to make the progress that they make because we're getting them to really focus in on things that are a 2x, a 3x, a 10x multiplier in the ROI that they're getting out of it versus the things that they're currently doing. So. Number two, guys, just a reminder is invest. Invest in yourself, invest in your business. Use this thinking time. Reflect back on what we said earlier. Number you know, one principle is have a vision, whatever that vision is for you. It, again, it could be short, could be longer, could be way the heck out there, but pick something that's good for you, makes you a little bit uncomfortable. Now, number two, we talked about investing in your business. It's really about investing in yourself and taking this thinking time to really focus in on where can I get better ROI for my time, for my resources, what should I invest in, in thinking from a proactive perspective. Everybody on this call, no matter where you're at, you could be totally off the tools. You could have 50 guys, 100 guys working for you. But if we don't constantly 
move up what we call the contractor's ladder of success, which are different, very specific levels of, uh, let's call it graduation of the things that you need to learn and the foundations that you need to build upon the principles that you have to have in place. It doesn't matter where you're at. We always have to constantly be looking ahead on what are the things that we got to work towards versus what are the things we're currently working on. The last one is focusing in on growth. Okay. So when we're looking at focusing on growth, this is where we got to really think about what is growth. Growth, a lot of times when I say this to a contractor, they think about, well, yeah, yeah. So Andrew, you're talking about increasing sales. No, I'm not talking about increasing sales. Maybe that is what it is you want to do. But growth to me is getting back more. Okay. I call it like leverage, getting more back than what you're putting in and constantly getting more back than what you're getting in and changing that ratio of like, if I put in a dollar, I'm getting back two. If I put in another dollar, now I'm getting back three. Same thing with time. If I put in an hour, I'm getting back four. Like, so when we look at growth, guys, I just want to be really clear. That's why we're called profit for contractors. Because it's the profits that are going to pay for your freedom. It's not the sales, guys. It's the growth of your profits. Okay. I would rather have a contracting business focusing on, let's see, your $10 million contractor you're making hardly any profits. I'd rather you be a six or $7 million contractor instead of making 10 points at 10 million, you know, making 30 points at 7 million or 20 points at, at 7 million. And, and again, even if you're at a million dollar contractor, I would rather you do $750,000 and make 20, 30% net profit than making 10% and working so hard for so little. And you can scale that all the way down to even if you're a half a million dollar contractor a year or a quarter of a million dollar contractor a year. Growth is not about sales. Growth is about getting your profits to increase and getting leveraging your profits to pay for your freedom. All right. So think about growth. And I, you know, I'm not bashing uh, larger contractors. I forget we love working with larger contractors. And the reason, one of the biggest things about working with a larger contractor is the bigger the contracting business, the easier it is to find the opportunities. I'm not shitting you. The bigger the contracting business, the more employees you have, the more jobs you have, the more jobs you're quoting, okay? The more office staff you have, and the list goes on and on and on. The more that you have, you know, when we're working with a, a champion CEO contractor coming in here and they want to improve their business, it's like low-hanging fruit. It's easy peasy to get massive ROI because there's, in all honesty, there's so many leaks in the bucket of profit because there's just so many more things going on. Now, that doesn't mean that a smaller contractor can't get massive growth. Look at what I just explained earlier, just the example of one of our champion CEOs, uh, Sam, who now is going to get take his value from minimum wage task to now making, you know, doing tasks uh, that are, are over $1,000 an hour. I mean, in like less than a week, that's going to happen. So when we say focus on growth, growth on the right things, growth on getting you freedom back, growth on getting you to spend more time with the family, growth on being able to afford those trips and travel where you want to go with them or do the things that you want to do that you've always wanted to do. And, you know, on the personal side, growth on making us really become a champion CEO and think like a champion CEO on those higher value tasks and really learn what are the skills needed to become a champion CEO. And it is a lot. It's a lot of things. But it's also a lot of opportunity. 
let's get focused on growth, the right type of growth. And like, if you guys want to find out more about how we help the champion CEOs, how we get people to move up that contractor ladder success from startup to survival, to stability, to scale, to sell, increasing the value of your business. It doesn't matter what kind of contractor you are. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. Um, we're here to help you guys. We've got the tools, we've got the insights, we've helped every type of contract and business out there. And it's really about taking your business to the next level by taking you to the next level as a champion and CEO. So if you want to get some more insights, click on the box below, schedule a quick little chat. It's complimentary. We'll get you guys insights on, you know, what are the roadblocks that are holding you back? What are the, you know, specific action steps that you can take to get beyond and get through those roadblocks? to get you the results you want and get you to have better clarity of what are the things you got to be working on? What are the things you got to be delegating, eliminating, systemizing, and what are the really important things you need to be keeping or bringing in and start working on, you know, letting go of the smaller stuff, bringing in the bigger stuff to grow your business. So I'm Andrew Houston with another No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. We post these, um, a new episode every single Wednesday. So I'll see you on the flip. Ciao. Hey, rock stars! Thank you for watching the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. If you enjoyed this episode, hit the subscribe button. And if you're serious about growing and need help, click on the link below. Myself and my team would love to help and give you the necessary tools so you can take your contracting business to the next level. And remember, dominate, delegate, and deliver.